Hey, why are you here, brother? I wasn't expecting to see you. I had to come and get the shit that you stole from my house. <laughs> you don't the sack. <laughs> oh and now my, my daughter wants you to come back. Yeah, I'm coming back at Christmas. You were not coming back at Christmas. <laughs> when he's trying to scare her, he pulls out the meat cleaver. He's like, what do you Alrighty, and we're back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble with your boy, Matty B, a.k.a. Ligma, and uh, Lachlan Musaka. What's happening, my brother? Not much, brother. What's doing, Matty B? How you been? Uh, yeah, I've been good. I've been good. I, as saying that, it probably makes more sense. Lock, Ligma, Matt, Musaka. But I digress. Why we're not? here. We're here. <laughs> uh, I've been good, bro. How you been? I've been all right. Good weekend. We hung out, had a few. How did you, uh, uh, how'd you pull up on, was right. on Sunday? Sunday was okay. Basketball Sunday night was not ideal. Not ideal. No. Um, a, f- a few of us boys were having a hard time, but you know, we uh, <laughs> friend of uh, friend done, of the podcast, we? Woody. He was a corpse. He was an absolute corpse. It but was he's a trooper, fuck, so we had to do what we had to do, mate. He pulled up like a champion. Shout out, Woody. Yeah, shout out to Woody. All right, let's get let's get in it. Let's rip and tear. Um, I mean, you know where to find us. At Fifth and Dribble, Instagram. At Fifth and Dribble on Twitter. Leave us a fucking voice message. Anchor.fm slash Fifth and Dribble. I'm just, I'm not being nice about it anymore because you're right. We're out here. We're doing things. Christmas is coming up. That's our gift. Please leave us a voice message. Just one. Just one. I don't one. understand. Why do you, if you have the chance to get into the Hall of Fame, get into yep. the Hall of Fame. I'm thinking about leaving a message, but that's lame as fuck. So don't make me do that. <laughs> Someone leave a goddamn message. Please, please, please. Don't, please don't let us stoop to that level. We oh will, my god, this is we'll do a lot this, of dumb shit. But this is that getting is, sad. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought you listeners are our boys or our girls or our non-binary, however you identifies. And come on, guys, just leave a voice message. Great save, right there. Great save. Anyway, getting into it. <laughs> Uh, let's start with NRL because uh, there's a little bit that's happened, but still, you know, not as much as obviously the NBA is going on, especially fucking today in the NBA. But we will get there. Uh, the NRL, your boy, Billy Army Kickout, Big Billy, Big Billy, he gone, he gone, he signed it to the Dogs. There's a bit of a bit of a photo leak. Fans were booing on on parade day. What do you uh, what do you make of all this, mate? Are you gonna miss him? Um, I will miss him. We still we still have him for one more year, so we'll go back to back. He'll get two rings and then he'll leave. That's easy work. It is sad to see him go, but he's probably gonna go for eight hundred K as well. I'd rather mm. put that money towards trying to get Happy to come back and try to get mm. some of these young guys secure for longer. <laughs> He's just, I don't know, there's just... Um, That's a lot of cheddar. The risk That's... to reward thing with Kikau as well. And the Bulldogs, just some balls on him, partnering him and TPJ in that forward pack with Jack Hetherington as well, man. You are going to either like win by 50 or they're going to like all be suspended. Oh, bro, it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. There, as it, Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of hot heads in that line. And uh, it's, yeah, it's going to... I mean, and, and with the photo, it's not his fault. I mean, yeah, he probably should have not taken the photo. But I mean, he trusted the club enough to not let that leak. And I, I'm, I'm ninety percent sure the club leaked that. Yeah, possibly. But without the without the photo, like we don't get the uh, the top shelf Jerome Lewis quality. Live. We don't get the sledging. Up the doggies. And, and I mean, and the boys are happy for him. He's, he's gonna be making eight hundred k a year. The boys are happy. Like, yeah, they love it. They're making their money. He's making his money. I just think this just shows that we need a transfer window. We need to change how we sign contracts here. Mm, yeah, like Kickout and Papali'i both signed and they don't they play one more year with their club. Mm, it's stupid. Yeah, it's yeah, stupid. I don't understand why we don't go into I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the transfer window because it's kind of like soccer and you're getting guys changing teams mid-year anyway. Mm, yeah. Just have the free agency at the end of the year. Mm, yeah, no, I completely and, agree. And I've heard people make the argument, oh yeah, but it's a contact sport, so they're all like heaps of them are injured and stuff towards the back end of the year. Yeah, that's the same with NFL. The same, same with, with NBA. You can get like, you can get injured that's, whenever. That's what happens. That's why, like, you can re-sign with your club before then during the year, anytime really, or before mm. a certain before a certain point. 
Yeah, exactly. It's free agency in the off season, and you sign and you start with your club. But just it's the, waiting it's, till the next year thing is just it's just it's a risky run, you know. Like you got to that's professional sport. You choose to be a professional sports person. That is this is the risk that you run, right? Yeah. So you shouldn't. I'm I'm all for you know people getting a bag and and securing their future and all that stuff, but. Yeah, you're right. The window, the window's fucked. But you touched on a Papa Lee. He's gone to the Western Australian Tigers um, from 2023. Um, what do you, what do you rate this? It's not bad. I think that ruined him, though. Yeah, I think yeah. that ruined him. And I think playing, I know he was fantastic last year, and he was everyone's, you know, back row of the year, by the year, by the year, all that stuff. Um, yeah. I, I, after, I just want to see guys play more than one year. Mm, I'll touch on this a few times. Fucking payday, but. He did, man. Good luck to him. Secure that bag. And I love people stealing money from the Perth Tigers. Um, so that's always nice. Mm, but mm. I mean, it's just as a club, I'd want to see him play more than one really, really good season. Yeah. If he backs well, it up this year and takes it into the Tigers, and that's awesome, man. But egg on your face. Yeah, exactly. I'll cop it, man. He seems like a yeah. great bloke and and best of everything for him. Well, even but- toward the end of the like toward the end of the year, I know he had like a couple of niggly little injury stuff and, and Sean Lane started to come a little bit into form, but I don't know. He kind of just like dropped off. Like he had, he had a great like first, what, 12, 14 rounds and everybody was talking by the year, you know, we were getting, we were sipping the Kool-Aid as well. We were loving it, but his production, it wasn't, it wasn't that his production like slowed. It's just that, you know, that's when you, that's when you key it's guys. It's our expectations on. rose. That's what it is. And I mean, we were Possibly, taking the Kool-Aid yeah. because he was the buyer of the year. He was fantastic mm, for the mm. price and for what he offered to para. Yeah. Um, I just think as our expectations kind of rise, he's got to try and rise with that. But let's just I we'll see what happens. Pretty good signing. They bolstered their forward pack as well, re-signing Alex Twell. Yep. You'd love to um, see that. When's that man gonna get a meaty? He's, oh, he's, never. I hope days? he never gets one. You hope he never gets life. one. How? What a cool start would that be if he's like a three hundred gamer? Never gets no a meaty. meat pies. Oh man, I think it's a, I think it's roasty. Roasty posts that every before every game. Yeah. Just a photo he's of Alex up to 12. a few. I think he's in the 80s for games now. Bro, he's high. He's high. Mm. Um, but talking, going back to um, your boys in Parramatta, because we know how much you love the Parramatta Eels, um, Gutho re-signs until uh, 2025. We did a post uh, and uh, the boys from the short ball, shout out to the short ball, ended up coming at us. But um, what, uh, what do you take... Like, how, how's Paris window? What's it look like over the next couple of years for you? I think it really depends on Reed Marnie. Yeah. I think he's such a key piece, and I think they were probably a Reed Marnie away from, from going even deeper than they did in the finals this year. Mm. But that's what happens. We see injuries all the time derail clubs. Is it Reed Marnie or is it Brad Arthur? I think Reed Marnie, I think if they're full strength, Brad Arthur could be up and around there. I just don't know if mm. they have another gear to go to. Yeah, that's my concern yeah. with them. And I mean, the years, the, that, the years that you got last year, you got a, an Origin year from Mitchell Pierce. Uh, Mitchell Pierce, Mitchell Moses. I think that's the you best got, Mitch Moses has ever played last exactly, year. Last exactly. year was the best Mitch he Moses. Doesn't, I don't think he seen. has another level. And again, if he proves us wrong, egg on my face, that's fine. One of these, I just think Parramatta, like, they were a bit like Phoenix last year where everything just kind of fell their way, mm. right? They had they had a couple of guys like take that little increment of a next step. You had a, a guy that you weren't expecting to get a lot out of in Papali'i that we've already talked about that, you know, killed it. But you also had guys that let you down um, and and the, the competition fell your way a little bit. I mean, you had that, it, you know, regardless of being a read money away, could you possibly have been a Mike Acevo away too? Like, I mean, he plays the rest of the year than that then that possibly happens. But the year before, speaking of Mike Acevo, he has his breakout year and and they get semi-close. Who's you know who's the next guy to have a quote-unquote breakout year for them to push him in the same spot? I hear all these people arguing that, you know, Brad Arthur's taken them to a consistent top six team or, you know, pulled, pulled them from nothing. But it, it's all the same guys that have just come into their muscles and just come into their, come into their game. And now the league's going to be ready for it. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they went in the eight next year. I think, yeah, I don't know. They just don't have any strike out wide. No. Nah. That's, that's what concerns me. Like, I don't think you can win a comp without a strike weapon. No. Nah, we haven't seen it. We've never seen a team win a comp without a strike weapon. Um, and, like, if you try and really think, and I mean, unless mm. you're talking a team like maybe 2015 Cowboys. Yeah, I was literally just maybe, thinking that, but, but I, I mean, you, got, you, had, 
But you had JT in the halves, I guess. That kind yeah. of negates some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 16 Sharks had fucking Val Holmes, who's and Ben Barber, two of the yeah. strikiest strike players yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> 2017 with the Storm, who, you know, the fucking Storm. Yeah. 2018. Read strike players. Um, That was the first Kronk. Was that the first Kronk year? The Roosters? Yeah. Yeah. 18, but 19. They went back to same back. Thing. Yeah. They had strike for days there, right? Yeah. 18, strike 19. For days. Yeah. Like, they had Latrell. Yeah. Strike, yeah. right? Yeah. They did have fucking Latrell. Yeah, they had fucking Latrell. <laughs> they did have Latrell. They did have Latrell. <laughs> and then Joey uh, on the other side. Like, and then, around. yeah. And 19 was what? Storm again? No, no. 19 no, was sorry, Roosters. They went back, back to back. And then yep. 20 was, yeah. 20 was the Stormies. Yeah, and, and I mean, again, they breed strikers. And, Cameron, and uh, Cameron Munster, Pappenhausen was a fucking huge game. Clive Churchill, yeah, yeah. Uh, Penrith, you know, same. And, and, Penrith, and Stephen, like, Stephen Crichton was the difference—a strike player who could come yeah. out and you know smack a boundary and yeah. and do that. And I mean, I feel like the the. The intercept the try that, that sealed the uh, – that was his mango moment. The exactly. intercept try that, that sealed that's the That's it. Game. An X factor. That's what yeah, you mean by a strike weapon. It's yeah, an X 100%. factor. And I yeah. mean, I don't think they've got it. They rely a lot on their forwards, which is fine, but I think you can shut down forwards. Yeah, 100% you can. 100%. And we saw it's that just effort. Penrith. Effort shuts Penrith, down forwards. Penrith's forwards rolled all year until the finals. And the Inside amount of the sh- – Yeah. And the amount of times like – and, and, and giving Penrith their due, so to cut you off, but the amount of times that like – People would run it like Nathan Cleary and stuff like that, and try to battle through their forwards. You know, Cleary, he's he's as tall as he is wide. Like the guy, the guy, best defensive you know, half in the game, hundred percent. But he plays that Cameron Smith kind of game, right? Where he hits you enough the first time that his boys then come over the top and put yeah. you in the fucking. He just slows ground. you down enough for the for his forwards to come get you. And I mean, Mitch Moses isn't bad defense as bad defensively as he probably gets a rap for. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's but, pretty. I good. mean, I just don't know. I just the strike like. Gutherson, I love him. He's a good player. Um, like I love seeing the effort that he puts in, but he's mm. not a strike guy. The wingers aren't strike guys. Like Hayes Dunstar, and I don't even know who the other wingers. Like Sevo will be back. Nah, because um, ACL. He'll be out for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. He'll be. Yeah, we'll be half the season without him. Will no Fergalicious out there anymore? No, no Fergalicious anymore. Penis boy. Um, Penis boy Sorry? in the centers. Hmm? Penis boy in the centers. Yeah, yeah. Penisini is going to be there in the centers. I don't know who the other center will be though. They they signed Curtis Scott actually. Blake. He's a guy. Walker. Yeah, Walker Blake played all right. I think they're going to shuffle that around a little bit. It wouldn't surprise mm. me maybe what if Blake plays on a wing. Yeah, possibly to cover that receiver load. Um. Yeah, maybe just something and to get him some meters out of out of yardage. Mm. You play Curtis Scott at center, and you hope maybe he can get some strike going. Because, I mean, when they signed Wonga Blake, he was a strike center who could defend. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just hasn't been out of case. His defense is, you know, when, when he's not jamming in, it's still pretty good. Mm. If, yeah. if he can hit you, he's going to hit you. But, man, yeah. Oh, this, fuck yeah. This is so much fucking eel talk. I think I'm done. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, I'm getting like a sick feeling Too in my stomach talking about Parramatta this much. Yeah. So let's... They're not winning the comp. That's basically our wrap up. Oh, fuck no. I don't even, I, honestly, I don't even know if they'll be in the top eight. I, I, I don't think they'll be in the top eight. My uh, hot pick for who's, we'll, we'll touch on it when the season comes up, but my hot take, this is for all the early birds. And all you have to do to get this take is leave us a fucking voice message. How yep, that's hard it. is that? How hard? All right. So I'll, I'll pause for a sec while you guys fire up your little apps and you leave the message. Anchor.fm slash fifth and triple. All right, cool. Thanks for that, guys. Really appreciate you leaving the voice message. Thanks, My guys. Hot take, I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to <laughs> listen to those after this. My hot take is that manly fall out of the eight. Yeah, you'd be saying that for weeks, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I rate that. But if it's not if it's not mainly it's Parramatta for me. If it's not mainly it's Parramatta because I just think I just think that teams are going to be able to defend them. Like they they gave us their best year last year. I don't see them going. And and we've got too many Parramatta fans, and I'm going to cop a lot of flack for this. But yeah, they've just got too. They're just they're too vanilla. They're so vanilla um, that it's you know. As you said, they just don't have a strike guy. They they really they really just they need don't. somebody who can create something from nothing. Which you know, yeah. Mitch Moses has times when he can do that, but it's hard to do that from the halves. Yeah, exactly. Unless your name's Nathan Cleary. Mm. Anyway, moving on, moving on. That's enough. That's enough NRL talk. All right. Considering you know buyout window and all that stuff, let's let's move let's move back to where where I'm comfortable, where I'm home, around the NBA, baby. Um, Lamalis in La Palace, part two. 
Uncle Uncle LeBron and Isaiah Stewart, if you haven't seen the clip, oh, go do yourself a favor, go and watch it. This so this came over our desks today, right? And and friend of the podcast, Luke, he looks at me and he goes, Oh, they're being a bit hard on LeBron. That was an accident. I was like, motherfucker, are you serious? Watch the video. Watch the video. Close fist, clocks the man, absolutely cleans him up. Isaiah Stewart is then juking. He's he's pushing K Cunningham to the floor, trying to go at LeBron. Anyway, Lakers go on to win the game. How many how many games do you reckon LeBron gets for this? For this hit? I know exactly how many he gets. I know exactly. I don't know how many Isaiah gets, but I know LeBron will get four. Four so games. Way, so he will miss the next Pistons game. Four Which games four he's calling. Games. Okay, so statistically, things like this, uh, it has come down to two or three games maximum. But you're saying four. I reckon because of the Pistons game? I think that too. And it's two days away from the anniversary of the actual Malice in the Palace. Oh. And it was in, you know, I think, I think the NBA is probably going to come... Mm. Yeah, four four was jumping a bit fucking gun there, Jesus. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot of games. <laughs> that is a lot, a lot of, of games. games. Uh, I don't, I, I don't I mean think, to slowly roll. I love it. No, I love no, it, no. But. I agree. I think I think either way, one of them is Isaiah might get four, so that way he's not in that game. They're gonna do what whatever did Isaiah they can. do. <laughs> what did What do you mean? What did Isaiah do? What did Isaiah do? Are you kidding me? The man's the man's defending himself. No, I, I say I say Isaiah gets one. LeBron gets three. No, I I think I think Isaiah deserves more than LeBron. No. Yes. yes. Isaiah deserves more than LeBron. You are on no. some sort of methamphetamines, my No, friend, I am, but that's not the point of this high. conversation. Holy shit. Because no, you're, no, you're wrong. If they're jostling for a rebound, which is what happens, like I like you saw what Isaiah Stewart was trying to do there. He's he like he's Isaiah Stewart, right? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, who are you? Yeah, okay. Right? I, this is the first time I've ever heard his name. Right? He's Beast in you. there. He has one of the best nicknames in the NBA. What's his name? Beef Stew. Fair enough. That's not bad. Actually. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> good nickname. Yeah, you fucking know but, it is. But he's he's in there with LeBron trying to do what he's doing, getting under his skin. And LeBron, mm. kind of, he was getting just as physical back. And I did appreciate that Isaiah, that Isaiah Stewart seemed the least fake tough guy going around the NBA at the moment. Yeah. That shit's a, more annoying. <laughs> so I appreciate that he was throwing he's, guys off left and right. But. So he's actually got a background in boxing, Isaiah Stewart. He got a he got a sports scholarship as a boxer before he started playing basketball. Fair enough. So that's why LeBron was fucking getting out of that. That is that LeBron is not a man that. like thirty seven yeah. year old LeBron. You do not want to be taking that man on. Yeah, like, but almost, I mean, I, I think there was there was so many. The fact that he just kept egging it on and on and on. Yeah, like yeah. Do you know what I mean. Like, no, I'm, with second, you. I'm with the, you, but I don't think the, he deserves the second, more. The second or third time that he, you know. Did the little, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and then charge at the brother. It's like, all right, man, come on, this is like, yeah, yeah. See, that up. was, and yeah, he's bleeding on the face. He got cut. That does sucks. You know, when you when you sweat and you're bleeding at the same time, it's gonna make the bleeding look worse. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent will. But LeBron clearly clocked him with a closed fist. Whether it was jostling for position or not, that's a vet move. I was watching the I was watching the Jazz Kings game the other day. Rashawn Holmes comes in for a rebound, kind of hooks the arm of Rudy Gobert, and Rudy Gobert does the uh, does the Shaq push off, mm. and and nothing gets called, which is great. I'm loving the contact that's inside, unless you're getting fucking king hit by LeBron James. But emphasis on king. Anyway, um, he pushes him off, and the commentator she had it right. The the Kings commentator she goes, "That is a savvy vet move of him saying, this is my pain. Get the fuck out.' Mm, okay, yeah. I get that." I'm all for that. But no, you don't get to close fist, backhand, swing the man like your fucking John no, Bones Jones. He didn't, he didn't. Everyone's making it. You're making it sound like he turned around and just punched him. They were going. Right. It looked like he turned around. Him. Yeah, but it, it didn't, though. It didn't, though. <laughs> this man. It did. This it can, man. Shit can look like shit that it's not, can't it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> shit can uh, look like shit that it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Put that on a t-shirt, and that's my defense for it. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he hit him with a closed fist, sure. But it's like the, it's like the Joel Embiid one the other week. Yeah, where Joel's was more reckless, whereas yeah. LeBron's just trying to get some position and do it, and he doesn't have to use that strength he's got much to box him out, right? Yeah, 
Like yeah. he doesn't use that often. He gets him, and then, and that's the point. Like if it, if it escalates, right? Like if mm. he hits him, and then you know it kind of gets into a little bit, blah blah blah. Refs pull it down. Guys get in between, and it slows down. Then sure, I think LeBron deserves more than than Isaiah Stewart. But yeah. as, Isaiah Stewart just kept going. It's like, bro, if you're gonna do this, you can get past the guys that are holding you. Yeah, like, he has, he definitely just, escalated the situation. Yeah, I'm not saying you, just that he truck, did. you just trucked four of them, and now fucking. Like Cade Cunningham's holding you. Just move him out of the way and hit LeBron if you're really gonna do it. Mm, yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like it's good. Like I get it, and I get they chased him in the tunnel and shit. But yeah. like, if you're gonna do it, do it, kind of thing. Like, yeah, hundred percent. The escalation just seemed fucking odd. I did like the announcers at the stadium telling everyone to stay in their seats and not throw anything on the court. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, the As you said, this close to the anniversary, you got to say right, everyone, The security guards there just getting PTSD, bro. <laughs> like, bro. Oh, right. my days. To, oh, to my be days. honest, if anyone was going to run into the stands on that team, it'd probably be fucking Westbrook. 100%. Westbrook had hands the whole time, but he's a fake tough guy, so I don't believe he would have done anything. I don't believe he's a fucking tough guy. All right, well, the Lakers do go on to win. Anthony Davis had a game. He had 30-10-6. They ended up crediting him with a fourth steal, and he had five blocks. Two of them back-to-back on Cade Cunningham. Yeah, had gonna, this game. But, that sequence was fucking unbelievable when he blocked yeah. Cade twice yeah, that was and then gross. came back to jam. And, man, this is what we say about AD. If he just played with this intensity all the time, and I get that you can't maintain it all the time, mm. but holy shit, he has stretches like that where you're like, how is anyone better than this dude? Yeah, exactly. How is this man not a not MVP? <laughs> My question to you now is, can you guess who has more 30-point games this season, AD or KD? I feel like if it was KD, you wouldn't be asking me this. Mm. So, so you're going to lock in AD? You're locking AD. He has to score 30 most nights. Trick question. It's a tie. They both have seven. Oh, you're a dog. That doesn't count. <laughs> if you can do that shit. <laughs> they both have seven. I'm surprised that um, that Steph isn't mentioned in this stat because surely he would have way more than seven. But yeah, You have to play all four quarters. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Fuck me. Steph is on a, he's on another level. It's like that day where it's like, it's like back in the day when they were just, when 16 was a year. Yeah. 16 when you won his second. 15, 16, unanimous, baby. Yeah. And he just was like, you're like, oh, Steph, he only had 38. How come? Oh, we only played 27 minutes. Oh, bro. You were like, what? It is is getting there. He'd just, he'd play two minutes after half time and then he'd sit for the rest of the game. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. It's getting to that point. And I mean, with the with the role that the Warriors are on, it's, yeah, they're, I just hope they don't win too many games because they're really loving this angle of like, we're the underdogs. You counted us out. I, I think even if they win a lot of games, I think they've been taking notes. Yeah. I think Steph, I think Draymond, I think Steve Kerr. Draymond for take, sure. Yeah, I th- bro, I think Steph has as well. Steph's sneaky like this too. He doesn't forget, yeah. man. But Steph's like, I reckon Steph's taking notes. Steve Kerr's a dog as well. Steve Kerr's a dude who fought Michael Jordan. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Steve Kerr's taking notes. Like these guys, they're like, oh, you played us last year when we were bad and you tried to stomp us. Yeah. You made, you kept your guys. And then you talk shit. Yep, you talk shit. We are, we are coming for you. Yeah. And, and don't and forget, don't forget, they're still like Clay Thompson just cleared for. Mm-hmm. Um, full-on practices. Like, he, he's coming back. He's, he's you know, the Christmas Day timeline is looking good. James Wiseman, he's still to come back. The Warriors have the best defense in the league and they do not have a rim protector. Granted, the, the game is played differently today and you need to get out on threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, come to a Sunday night rec league game with us and you'll see you got to get out on threes, son. But it, it's, it's beautiful to see that, like, defense can be played with... Guys that are like, like Kavon Looney is getting no minutes. Their center on average is like six eight, six nine. And Kaminga's amazing too. Kaminga's like, a freak. Uh, like the come bucket, from, love him. From from everything I heard, they drafted Kaminga over a guy like Franz Wagner. Mm. Um, because and the boy Moses Moody as well. He's well, yeah. He's a, they he's they a thought freak. they thought Kaminga was going to have more trade value, but I don't think yeah. they're going to trade him. No, I don't think they will either. I don't think I, they I will. Kept, I said earlier that I thought this was a trade away team. Yeah, they might still be. Maybe for some pieces, maybe they just get rid of Wiseman. Yeah, I guess the only concern for Wiseman is at least he's big. You could throw him against an AD or an Aiton and then kind of just get in the way and soak up some minutes. And like mm. defensively, you're probably going to need someone big to do that. But if you can turn a Wiseman into a DeAndre Aiton and put that on this team. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, even if they get whoever, I don't I don't know if they'll do that trade. I think they'll keep Kaminga. They see Kaminga as the future. Apparently, Joe Lacob only talks good things about Kaminga. 
thinks he's going to be the focal point of the offense in a few years. So Steph and Clay can just shoot threes. Mm. Yes, I think, man, if this team keeps winning, I I don't think we'll see a trade anytime soon. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Well, let's let's keep going. Talk about, you know, coming off the La Malice at La Palace. It's the week for weird shit, man. A Kings fan threw up courtside and delayed the game for like 20 minutes. Um, James Ham was then tweeting out that the uh, the fan was escorted away and was a hot mess, hot. Um, like, what the fuck? This is so I mean, random. I have watched some bad Kings games, but I've never felt the need to physically be sick. He <laughs> <laughs> was extremely intoxicated, apparently. And, yeah, they had to get getting them squeegees out there. The mascot came out in a, in a hazmat suit and was, like, trying to help mop it up and stuff. It was actually – it was a it was a pretty funny bit. I remember we we watched the end of this game. I came around to yours, and you were kind of like, I don't know why the fuck we were delayed so long. Like, yeah, it was like a 20-minute delay. And then we were two, watching – Two hampers of washing. It yeah, was, and then I forgot. I forgot about the delay. Then today I saw the I saw the tweet from James. Right, it was, and just, uh, I mean, it was Utah. It was Utah King, so I wasn't really paying I'd attention. Throw up so the washing had to get done. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, well, just a just a bit of a bit of a teaser question in here. You got any hot mess stories you can tell in the in the wise words of John Hamm? Hot mm, mess. Not that I can probably tell. Not yeah. No, let's not get canceled. Not, 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 not while there's live mics around. We'll keep that. We'll keep that. Oh, all right, all right, right. Okay, okay, okay. That a little bit later. Um, trade rumors. Ben Simmons is back in the uh, in the news. Speaking of the Kings. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the Kings, exactly. Trade Simmons. Uh, trade Simmons. Ben Simmons is back in the news. Uh, Detroit apparently has come to the table and are, are willing to offer Jeremy Grant a young piece, probably like a Sadiq Bay or a Killian Hayes, and some picks. Or Brooklyn is apparently willing to talk James Harden and picks. What do you? Which one do you? Would you like more? Well, I don't believe that Harden one for a second. Really. Even with Daryl Morey at the at Philadelphia, I believe Daryl Morey wants him. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that shit. I don't believe that. I don't believe that the Nets want Simmons or would trade Harden for him. Mm. I think that would just do. I think if that was the case, you'd have KD asking out, right? Like he came here to play with Kyrie, came here to play with Harden. One yeah. obviously isn't the organization's fault. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah. I don't know. The the Detroit one makes sense, right? Like, I feel like that's a pretty good trade. I feel like yeah. a Grant or like a De'Aaron Fox level guy is like what you get for Simmons, where it's like not quite an all-star, could be an all-star, but we're not certain if they're going to be. Yeah. I think that, I think Grant would, would do pretty well on this team. I guess you'd be, they'd be a huge team again, wouldn't they? The Sixers then. Yeah. Yeah. They would be Toby at the three, Grant at the four and beat at the five. And then he's also good. Like, and he got Drummond as well. So you got, you've got good Embiid insurance. Yeah. He doesn't have to play a whole lot. You could play some minutes with Grant at the five. Yeah. Yeah, you could. You definitely could. But um, And if you got Killian Hayes back, his guy could kind of develop. I mean, the thing with the Ben Simmons trade is they need to find a way to try and keep Maxi. Yeah. yeah. And I think that they will. I don't think that, I don't think Rich Paul is like, he's a petty dude, but I don't think he's that petty that he's like, if Ben goes, Tyrese goes. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I mean, uh, anywhere, because they Philly's kind of negate each other, right? Like they negate each other. If you've got Ben yeah. Simmons, you don't really need Maxi as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, I think Tyrese Kaden, is killing. I think Cade and Ben Simmons would be fun together. I think it would help Cade's development too. I think it would. The The argument that I heard today, though, is that like Ben Simmons going to Detroit makes them what? A play-in, maybe a playoff team in, in the East. Maybe you, you know, maybe you get a, a seven or eight seed. But why would you speed up the, the rebuild? They tried to do this with Blake Griffin and... And it fucking blew up in their face. They're just gonna. Are they gonna try and do it again? And it's gonna blow up in their face again. Like I just. I don't. I don't see it. Especially after you go and get a guy like Jeremy Grant and you promise him the world with the big contract. And he's balling. He had thirty six today. Like he's. He doesn't do a lot more, but he. You know. He scores. He scores pretty well. I, th- um, I think it just depends how good Ben Simmons is. If yeah, you get. 100%. If you get. If you get prime Ben Simmons, what he can do on a basketball floor, I think he alone, with, with a couple of right pieces around him, can bring you into a five consistent five seed. Mm, I think mm. so, and I think I think this team could do it right. Like if he comes in this year, who knows how many games they win? They're in the lottery again. Can they can they get another high pick? Can they pair a guy with Simmons? I think Simmons. I'd love to see Simmons now. His old days filled out a little bit. Play the Giannis role. Play a little bit of small ball five as well. Mm, yeah. You've got two playmakers in Cade Cunningham and Simmons. You can get some complimentary pieces for that. I think, and Ben Simmons is young. He's still what, 24? Yeah, he's a young dude. Like, 
I still think that's pretty good. Big Stu in the middle with stitches under his eye now. <laughs> Taking on the Kang. Taking on uh, the Kang. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, when you look at it, like, I, I get the whole thing of don't speed up the rebuild, but it's like... If their rebuild gets them someone as good as Prime Ben Simmons, right? You'd be stoked. Oh, you, you, have a ch- you have a you have more chance of doing it trading for Ben Simmons. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. You have you have more like you want a guy who can do that. Like Ben Simmons on his day is a franchise changer. He's the best mm-hmm. perimeter defender, maybe best defender in the league. That Kawhi Leonard is injured. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, Give him a on. little bit. Give him a little come bit. Come on, <laughs> come on. I mean, the age the age does tip in Ben Faber's. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, that's what it is. Like for is. the next ten years, we're going to be talking about Ben. Yeah, exactly. Ben, uh, and I think that's what it is. Like five. that's like that's why I always see the guys. It's like oh, they you know we, we don't we don't want to go for that guy. We want to we want to get the picks here. But it's like yeah, but the picks right. Like your best mm. result at a pick is this guy. You can just go mm. get this guy. Like sometimes it feels crazy watching the NBA, and I know. I know the analytics and stuff would show different things, but it's like sometimes I just want the good guy on my team. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. As my, and as good as Jerry, as good as good as um Grant is, this is the best he's going to be. He's not going to get any better. Yeah, he's gonna one yeah, day he hasn't got another year. You're right. Make. He doesn't have anything else. Like, and I, yeah. I, I think that's actually a pretty good trade. I remember we were, you, when I saw this. Um, I kind of was like, oh, really? That's fucking like as if Sixers would take this. I think they might. Like getting a guy like Killian Hayes or Sidney mm. Bay. I think you'd probably mm. have to throw those picks would probably have to be pretty heavy, but yeah, for sure. I don't for know. Sure. I think the Sixers should take that. I don't think they would, though. I think Daryl, Daryl Morey at the moment seems really concerned on the headline. Yeah. Yeah. Of being like, oh, Simmons for Grant, or, or, or someone would like make the headline Simmons for Killian Hayes or something. You know mm. what I mean? Like, he's a man that loves to control the narrative for exactly, sure. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think he wants that narrative to come out that he got swindled. Yeah. But you're going to get swindled. If you trade the star, you never get your full money's worth. You're not getting it back. You get 70 cents back. Yeah. Yeah. At best. At yeah. best. And I think this is 70 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Because 15 cents of that is, you know, in, in picks. You don't know what the yeah. fuck they're going to yeah, be. Yeah. Exactly. You have no idea what the fuck they're going to be. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Game of the week. What, what, my friend, for you is the uh, is your game of the week? There's been some good ones. Um, I don't know if it was the game of the week, but it was the surprise of the week. Yeah, hit me, hit me. This was the Minnesota Timberwolves curb stomping the Memphis Grizzlies. Bro, they absolutely opened their jaw. So, for on those the who didn't watch, it was 138 to 95. Oh, and it was gross. over earlier. Could have been more, probably. Yeah, it could have been, but they pulled Actually, the stars. Like, and it was a huge game from Russell. Yeah. 28, 5, and 4. He shot 4 from 9 from 3, which wasn't too bad. Yeah. Ant-Man had 23. Which is kind of quiet for him, Yeah, to be fair. For, th- for this score, you thought they would have been running it up. But, I mean, Cat had yeah. 21 and 5. Yeah. Uh, but the thing with Cat is, and I do not get, so the, so the shot kind of balance with the three guys on this team is, Russell and Cat had 15 shots. Edwards had 10. Yep. Cat needs to have more than 15 shots, man. 100%. Like, if you're scoring 21 to... on 15 attempts, you are not efficient enough. And you've gone to the free throw line five times. You're he not efficient to, enough. He needs to, to get the ball way more times. Yeah. He need, yeah. like, he's, he's too nice of a guy to demand the ball, but like that's that's his biggest problem is he doesn't have he, a, he can't just be like, hey, give me the fucking ball. That was the beauty of Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. When they needed a bucket, Jimmy Butler was like, give me the fucking ball. I'm gonna go and get a fucking bucket. As a coach, you need to get this guy the ball. Like he can't yeah. defend right. He's he's one of the worst like defenders in the league. He sucks. Mm, mm. He's what one of the worst guys who plays a lot of minutes. I'll say it that way. He's not because there's worse defenders out there, but they're like yeah, worst yeah. players. For how good he is, he's a bad defender. It's like you can't defend. All right, so just score like crazy. Yeah, I get it. Like it's as a coach, I'm like I'm paying this guy max money, and he's shooting 15 times. Yeah, like bro, Lance Stevenson used to shoot 15 times. Yeah, hundred percent. Give him the the fucking ball, bro. Like I don't get it, man. He should have. He should have had a a big win like this. And I know he only played played 23 minutes. That's what it was as well. Like he only Mm. played 23. Russell played 27. Ant-Man played 26. But if you want to talk about controlling the narrative, like the Minnesota Timberwolves have been a laughingstock in the NBA for at least, what, 10, 15 years? Like they they haven't been – the only one good year they had was Jimmy Butler was there and he fucking burnt all bridges going in and coming out, right? So – 
what I don't understand is, is if you want your team to be relevant, sure, put a score up like this, but do it behind your guy. Like, great team win. Don't get me wrong. Everybody played, and only Jake Lehman didn't score. That is the widest name I've ever heard, by the way. He's Jake Lehman. dude, by the way. Holy crap. But, and I, and I mean, everybody everybody produced, everybody was a plus, and, and you would hope with a fucking score like this. But it, you, you're right. Cat needs to score more. He he just needs to he just needs to do a little bit more for me. I mean, you got a guy whose only job on this team, Jared Vanderbilt. I love me some V8. All right. This 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 kid is actually been really fucking good this year. Jared Vanderbilt, he's literally there just to play defense alongside Cat. The man had double the rebounds that Cat had. He had two blocks and three steals. And he only put up four shots. He's not there to score. He knows his role. He's like Jonathan Isaac pre-injury. Like he's he's killing it, right? He's having a really, really good good year. Like he's he's taking it, he's taking a nice leap. But that's because he's filling the system, filling the gaps that that Cat has in his game. But you're right, Cat needs to put up more shots. Yeah, it's and, all right. You, you you can deal with guys that can't defend, right? Like a guy yeah. like Vucevic, you like you can't defend. But I mean, this year he struggled. But like, go out and fucking score, bro. Yeah, like, exactly. you know what I mean. Like last year, before, before it's not even traded. that he struggled this year. It's just there's there's so many chefs. Yeah, in exactly. That there's so so many guys got to eat. But it's yeah. like he knows he's not out there defending. He has nah, a crack. He doesn't do it very well. But he mm. goes and scores. That's what Cat's mm. got to do. Cat's got to do this, man. Like earn your money. Like it's bad if you can't defend and you're not scoring. What is it that you're doing? Like on like what is it you're doing? If he's not defending, but it's like yeah, but he had another forty piece last night. Okay, cool. Yeah. Had a forty piece, and and they won, or they were competitive, and they played well, and the guys around him played well. Yeah, sure. But if it's like, oh, he doesn't defend, and he shot the ball twelve times. And well, think like, about oh, think okay. about this statistically. Shot the ball fifteen times. Think about this statistically. A guy on the other side of the court that night had the same amount of points, same amount of rebounds, and was fucking eight inches shorter. That's Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain is a shooting guard, is a is an out and out shooting guard in the at Minnesota, at Minnesota, at Memphis there. And he shot the ball only 13 times and still had 21 points. So why is Cat not doing this? Why is he touching the ball? Like, he's touching the ball less, shooting more efficiently. Why the fuck is Cat not out there doing yeah. that? You know what I mean? Anyway, enough enough Cat talk. Um, my, my surprise of the week, again, not really the game of the week, but um, surprise of the week is, uh, I'm going to play the homer card. The New Orleans Pelicans. They beat my Clippers. Oh, a couple of upsets. couple of upsets. Um, Were you upset, Matthew? I was upset. Paul George. I love Paul George. I have loved Paul George for years. I hope that you can attest to that, and I don't sound like I'm absolute bandwagoner, but I love Paul George. That man shot 8 of 26. What the <laughs> fuck? I think you're going to have those games with Paul George. You are going to have those games you with Paul George. Gonna, it is going to happen. As a team, we shot less than 38% from the field. From the field, not just from three. Guess the number from three. 24.3%. I'm going to guess 24.3. Gross. Disgusting. And we only lost by 13. But still, props Props to the Pellies. Pellies turned up. Pellies played well. You had 26 and 13 from Jonas Valanciunas. You had 17 and 12 from Brandon Ingram. You had 19 and 10 from Josh Hart. Josh Hart? I know that make a rebound, but 19 and 10? He can. He's a sneaky rebounder, Josh Hart. Yeah, he is a sneaky rebounder. He's a, think, he's a stretch he's four, like he's a seven stretch on four the in a point yeah. guard's body. 6.1 rebounds on the year. That's, that's gross. Oh, six, man, five, I, think Kat, I think Kat's probably averaging six rebounds a game. Yeah, that's... I'll have a look. Back to, yeah, back to the fucking Kat oh, no, he's still, nine. He's actually averaging nine. But still, like, and then you give up 16 points to Kira Lewis Jr., who's, you know, he could be an absolute flamethrower in this league, the way that he gets the ball up. But, yeah, it was... It was disappointing. It was a. It was upsetting. Um, another game, though, for me that was actually really good to watch is this fighting Orlando team up against a struggling Brooklyn team. Like Brooklyn struggled in the Magic Brooklyn game a couple of days ago, and only one by two. Then one fifteen to one thirteen. Not a lot of defense was played. I promise you, not a lot of defense was played. But he had really good performances. It's good from... to see Jalen Suggs play well too. He had, he yeah, Jalen was stepping in. Twenty. He had twenty-one for the night, and he shot well too. His shots been kind of concerning. Like he had yeah. eighteen shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Suggs, Suggs was stepping into him, and his jump shot did not sug on that night. He did it not was, sug. No, it was beautiful. You, you, you had seventeen from Franz Wagner, bro. Even Mo Bamba's giving you twelve and ten. Like, 
Terence Ross, he's a he's a bench flamethrower. That man is going to win six okay. man of the year. So one of the Cat next five shot years. the ball. Six. I know this is different. It's a close game. They played heaps more minutes, but Bomber shot the ball six only six times less than Cat. That's that's what I'm saying, man. That's insane. He needs to demand what? the ball. Shoot the fucking ball. Shoot the fucking ball. You got a guy. Chuma Okiki came off the bench as well in this game. He had 17. This this Magic team. They got some dogs. They got some absolute dogs. I mean, Cole Anthony, he's a he's a big respect guy. He's a fucking put some respect on my name. Watch my games. Like I'm a good basketball player. And he is. He is a good basketball player. But I feel like Orlando is the place where basketball players go to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no one like no one really knew who Vucevic was until you know, he was putting up all-star numbers in Orlando. As soon as he's putting up all-star numbers in Orlando, motherfucker's gone. He gone. They trade their all-star centers like they do Orlando. They love it. That's it. That's Shaq, it. Shaq, Dwight, Richie Main. Richie Main, Shaq. What did he said, Shaq? Oh, I didn't hear that, Shaq. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but um, this is what I'm saying, right? And now you've got now you've got two guys in Mobamba and Wendell Carter Jr. How long until those boys are out of here? But seriously, it, it, was, it was a tough game to watch. On, on Brooklyn's side, except for our boy, homegrown, Paddy Mills. Yeah, 22. Uh, James Harden had a near triple-double with 36, 10, and 8 as well. But, um, you know, no Kevin Durant this game. Uh, but it was just like James Harden. Even James, James Johnson off the bench gave you 17 and 10, mate. 100%. But if you've got a team of James Harden, Paddy Mills, Blake Griffin, and Lamarcus Aldridge, you should be killing this Magic team. You should be was destroying. That, this was the game where Blake Griffin had that play. He faked Wendell Carter out of his goggles, didn't he? Yeah. Was that yeah. this? Play? Yeah, that was this game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. and that was that's great to watch. <laughs> but that was not, mate. That was I saw that because I didn't watch it. I watched the replay after. Yeah, and I saw that highlight before I watched the replay, and just thought, Oof, that's that's tough. that's tough on Wendell Carter. That's, that's tough on the big fella. That's tough, but. It, um, this is what I'm I mean, saying. It's, an, it's the league is beautiful. I'm loving the league. Can right I just now. say? Can I say Wendell Carter's stat sheet from this game is great. Let me let me let me break it down for the listeners, mate. <laughs> one played 26 minutes. He played yep. one point. Had nine rebounds, three assists, a block. He got blocked twice. He shot zero from five from the field, zero from four from the three-point line, and one from two from the three-point line. What? And he had three turnovers. What a fucking weird yeah. stat line that is. He had a plus minus of minus. The, I mean, they all were in the they were, The starters were all in the minuses for Orlando. Mo Bamba yeah. was the highest at minus one. And then Cole Anthony and Carter Jr. were minus 13 for the worst. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a strange Look, stat line that is. It is a strange stat line. Uh, and I'm just... I'm I'm just still a little bit perplexed at how Brooklyn did not fucking destroy this team, even no with idea. only James I have, Harden. I have no idea. Like just like Blake Griffin was a plus fifteen, um, Harden was only a plus ten. Yeah, this was a strange, strange, a very, strange, very game. strange team. Strange, strange game. game. Yeah, another strange game, and it it leads to my random question of this segment. If I told you that the Warriors beat the Raptors today, 119 to 104. How many points would you guess that Stephen Curry had? Don't look, don't cheat. I'm not going to try and outsmart you again because you're a dog last time and you did the uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did the fucking trick question. I mean, if they're winning by that, I'd say he's got he gets thirty quick. I say he would have he would have been touching 30, 28 to thirty. Touching thirty? Yeah, twelve. At 12 points. Jesus, let me look at this. That is an off Steph Curry game. So I'll break his stat down, down for you. So he had 12 points on two of 10 shooting, one of six from the arc. Demanda played 37 minutes. He had eight assists, so he's getting the dishes out. He had a steal uh, and a couple of boards. But the unsung heroes this game Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Wiggins Island. Buy your condos now. This man is. Killing it. The both of them combined for 65 Fuck points. Fuck me. Wigan shot six from eight from three. Right. Dude's a flamethrower these days. I'm telling Ooh. you. He can shoot. He can How shoot. How is Wigan shooting more than Cat? <laughs> uh, yeah. Wigan shot, Wigan shot 20 times. Yep. Yep. Okay. Could you imagine telling though. somebody at that trade, right, Wiggins is going to 
look better than Cat. Oh, you would have got laughed out of the room. Yeah, but I think it's just the Warriors. I know we joke about teams having like this DNA and this culture, but the Warriors culture, man, they just get you to Shooters. buy in to play hard. Yeah, and I mean, play, with, hard, with play Steph, hard and shoot. With Steph only having 12, I guarantee there were times guys were picking him up at half court. Yeah, 100%. He could be over 20. Guys are going to pick him up. And that's the gravity that he has that when he's on the floor, defenders have to think, there's Steph Curry. I have to keep an eye on him. And that's I had guys- to. I had to adjust my Wittick blue light glasses when I was reading this box <laughs> score because also not sponsored. So not sponsored. No because shout outs. Jordan Poole has Steph Curry stat line and Steph Curry had a Jordan Poole stat line. Jordan Poole had 33. Hold your hat on eight of 11 three point shooting. 73%. 73%. He had 33, four assists, four rebounds. He was a plus 14 on the game. Shot 10 of 13 from the field in general. So only went inside twice, was 100% from there. Holy crap. And he played 30 minutes. He, he, he got the Steph Curry treatment. He had that 30 and then he was out. He was gone. No need to play anymore. I love how this team has guys that just come off the bench and fucking throw it up. Yeah. Otto Porter Jr. off the bench. Shot 11 times, shot nine threes, hit five. That's Just only what, come... four less shots than Cat? <laughs> yeah, six. Whatever. It's a close no, number. No, four, no, four, you're right. It's four, so yeah, he had threes, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four Fuck less me, than like, Cat. How is that? How In similar minutes too. Yes. Like, Otto Porter's coming off, man. I know we're going to keep harping on about it, but God damn. I mean, Draymond had 14 rebounds and eight assists. Yeah, Draymond, Draymond's in some fine form right now. I'm hearing a lot of uh, Defensive Player of the Year buzz for, for Draymond Green. You a know what? Of it. If he can hold up, then that's fine. I just big big teams aren't punishing them. And mm. I mean, it's kind of this is a bad matchup, I think, for for Toronto. Yeah, it is. They've got Siakam and he had 21, but he and he shot pretty well. Like he didn't play bad. But then they got got guys like Gary Trent, Van Fleet, Scotty Barnes. Um too many guys shooting yeah. sub 50%. And, and guys many. where it's like they have – there is potential here when these guys are better to just be a defensive long team to annoy the Warriors. But mm. at the moment, they're not. It's a bad matchup for the Raps. Yeah, yeah, bad matchup for the Raps. But credit where it's due. As you said, you got these Warriors that are absolutely buying it. And, I mean, I'm sorry, every every pod I feel like we're talking about the Warriors, but they're the hottest team in the league right now. And you have to talk about the hot teams in the league. You want us to talk about should be good. When, yeah. When's our boy Dragon getting a game? He's played. He's played. He played the last. He played a couple of games ago. Um, let me go to his player profile. Give me a tick. Give me. A, give me a second. Uh, so, Dragon stats on the year. He's got eight points per game. Near three. Uh, three rebounds. Near two assists. Uh, he's played five games this year. Um, oh, it's not been. It's not been pretty. I'm not saying that it's <laughs> that it's pretty, but um, yeah, there's been a couple of games that Freddie sat out and um, and the Dragons. Had Curious to, to see if he. I don't think he finishes the year there, do we? No, nah, God no. I don't nah. think so. I think I think I think a team will pick a contender will, will try and go for him in that backup. Wouldn't surprise me to see him in Lake of Yellow. Lake of Yellow or Dallas Blue. Mm, Dallas need to fucking do something. Yeah, Dallas do need to fucking do something. Uh, it is. <laughs> It is tough out there for, uh, but I mean the dragon. The dragons aren't doing himself any favors. In the five games that he's played, they've lost four of them. So yeah, I think it's also a thing where it's like he knows it's not permanent. He knows he's just out there yeah. for what he's doing. Like I think if he's in a team that's winning and he wants to be there and he's got that motivation, you're going to see a whole new side of it. Yeah, putting up putting up decent numbers as a starter, but 13 points per game, um, four rebounds, three and a half assists. So. You know, and if he's a buyout guy, that's all you really need. Yeah, so I'll pick him up. Yeah, like I think Lake of Yellow is a good call because we haven't mm-hmm. seen fucking squat from Kendrick Nunn. So no. I think, I which think I did say was going to happen, by the way. You did say that was going to happen. I'll give you that one, but I will not give you. You know, you know what I like. You mean the guy I called having a career year? Demar Fuck you. No, yeah, no, you no, go listen to the no, tapes. No. Go listen to the tapes. You no, know, I'm not giving it to you because it was a throwaway comment because I threw you under the bus for that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Injury woes. Injury woes. Michael Porter Jr. has come out today. He's got nerve damage in his back. That yeah. that back issue. I, I'd be nervous too if I was shooting like that. Yeah. <laughs> that, ba- that back issue that seems to have plagued him his entire young career. Uh, it says he's out for the season now. What do, what do you think this means for, for your nuggets? 
<laughs> for my nuggets. For your fucking nuggets. Yeah, you can you can miss me with that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was pretty vocal about not liking Michael Porter Jr. coming out of the draft. Mm. I thought back injury on a guy who was doesn't he just seemed like and this is a really this is a really weird scouting report. And it's got a fifty it's got a fifty fifty strike rate at the moment. Yeah. The bad being MPJ and the good being Lamello. Where they yeah. just they give off such an AAU vibe. Yeah. Of it's like I don't know if there's more to this than what like Meets than what eye. you're gonna see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know if there's if if there's that if this is gonna translate on the big stage. Yeah, yeah, it's just stuff where it's like, is this too AAU? And I mean Porter Jr. could come back from this and be fine. And we see people get come back from from crazy injuries all the time. But I mean mm. nerve damage in the back is a red flag and it's like it's not his fault. Um mm. But I mean, even coming through and he had that good year, had a few Nuggets fans tell me how wrong I was and this and that and stuff. I don't know. That's I just fine. thought Fuck it's one Nuggets of those fans. things where it's like, I still just want more than one or two good. You need to be consistent about yeah, it. Yeah, prove it to me. Mm. Him getting that, and him getting that bag, good for him, I guess. But like, it's been a tough year between the anti-backs, between not playing well, between getting mm. injured. Who knows, man? And Jokic needs this. Without Jamal Murray, needed MPJ. Like that yeah. three looked like it was set too. Yeah, 100%. Look, I don't really know what it means for the Nuggets, but I know what it means for a lot of punters out there, and they are fucked out of some cash. Oh, the most whoever improved, took, bro. Whoever took most improved for, for Michael Porter Jr., tough. At the time, it was a good shout. He looked Big like it, and he just... Toughies. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just crazy how fragile guys' careers can be. Mm, mm. Like, he, he was always... Could be the next Grand Hill. He could be, Matt. He could be, and, and it, it depends on his back thing, if it's something that, you know... It's going to pop up sporadically and he can play mm. for two or three years and it happens. Or if it's going to be a yearly kind of thing, it's that contract's going to start looking rough, man. And we, we might end up seeing it get traded for some future assets, mm. you know, to a, to a tanking team. And maybe that's what, he, maybe no pressure. He comes back easy. mean, they don't need him to play all the time, but yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and, the worst part is, is how young he is. He's still growing. He's only you know he's I mean? only be what, twenty. He'd only be twenty one, wouldn't he? 21, 22, Yeah, he's yeah. he's young, so he's you know still potentially growing. So you know he could grow into more and more issues. <laughs> Moving on, more injury woes. Uh, Mobley out for two to four weeks. He's now dropped to second in the Rookie of the Year race. Scotty Barnes has taken over, and after the shit game Scotty Barnes played today, I don't know if I agree with it. Anyway, Mobley's out. Laurie's out. Sexton out for the season. Are we about to see the Cavs slide again, like we did last year? Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was a very <laughs> concise answer. I believe in it. Let's uh, let's move on. Now, you got anything more to that, or um, I don't know. I just th- I thought that the uh, the Cavs, as as fun as I've been, when you're playing, when you're so when the talent disparity is so big, it's mm. hard to, hard to sustain that. Um, yep. But I mean, they'll find where they lasted. I think Mobley should probably win the Roy. I think he'll come back and he'll play and people will go, oh shit, that's right. He's really fucking good. I think yeah. that'll probably happen. And maybe this time off in the middle is good because people might get over Scotty Barnes. If he has a bit of a hard stretch and then Mobley yep. comes back and plays well, could be good for him. Who knows? With Cade heating up now, we'll see. Sexton outs. I don't know. This mm. Cavs team, I think, I think the Cavs themselves got a little bit ahead of themselves. Mm. Yeah, um, no, I think so too. But I mean, just take it slow. Rubio's there putting up some ugly 40 points. Um, I don't know. I do think they'll slide and and this the team I'm waiting to slide is the fucking Zards. Yeah, it's the not Zards. happening. It's not yeah. happening, mate. They had a good game against the uh against the Heat today. Mate, it's not happening. Lost to them a couple of days ago. Went down went down pretty big actually, lost by about 15, but then came up and won by three today. Mate, so the Zard, Zard's tough, bro. Zard's strong. Zard nation. I know we touched on him a few times, but man, every time I watch him, I expect him to get dropped by 20. Yeah. They, just, they normally keep it close or they win. It's yeah, incredible. That's it. that's it. Well, my last random question for you tonight is uh, who do you think would be the most affected right now with a two to four week injury? Team-wise? Team-wise, yeah. Well, give yeah, me two team seconds. Wise. You go I've got an answer. In mind. Yeah, you go and then I'll... I think, I think the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves, I mean, we talk about the Timberwolves a little bit tonight. I think the Timberwolves are riding a little bit high right now. I mean, you got to, you're getting a pretty decent year out of Kyle Anthony Towns, but if you lose Cat for two to four weeks again, who's your backup center? Nas Reed? 
Nasrid ain't giving you Carl Anthony Towns points. Nasrid ain't giving you Carl Anthony Towns production. Then when you've got Nasrid out there, you can't play Jared Vanderbilt. So you've got to build that whole starting five all over again, right? And you've got to trust in a second-year man, Ant-Man, which we love. Mm-hmm. We've got to trust an Ant-Man to then start putting up, instead of putting up 22 points on like a, on a night where you're curb-stomping someone, you've got to put up 30 consistently. You know what I mean? So it's – I think the Timberwolves – their record isn't fantastic, but I mean – Unless you're the Warriors, the Warriors, the Suns, Utah, or like the Bulls or the Nets or the Zards, no record is fantastic right now. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, top three teams from each conference. No record is fantastic. And there's a lot of, I mean, it's 18 games in, you know, the difference between a a play-in game and the bottom of the bottom of the East is five games. And and it's about the same for for the West as well. I mean, but no one's no one's going to be more dog shit than that Houston team. But so I'm saying, you know, Oklahoma City, I can definitely see them taking over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Sacramento, if they if they get behind Alvin Gentry now, rest in peace, Luke Walton. Um, <laughs> he'll be good for them, Alvin Gentry. He, he will. Really he will be that. good for them. He will I think be good he'll, I think that, Kings be good. Team, that Kings team is like a good version of the Pelicans team that he coached, mm. and they they did well. Yeah. So so who you got? Who you got? Who's gonna who's gonna suffer the most from the two to four weeks? <laughs> this was a, this was a hard one actually. Mm-hmm. Part of me kind of wanted to go Miami, but I think they got enough guys to kind of cover. Yeah. Um. But if if Jimmy Butler goes down for a while, then I think they could be in trouble. Um. Yep. This one I didn't mean to do it to you, and I'm sorry. But I think if Paul George went down for a while, I think the Clippers might be in some trouble. Don't you fucking dare. I mean, they're, they're currently now sitting in the fourth seed. As you said, no one's got an amazing record. I don't think I don't think if he was out for two to four weeks, it'd be something they couldn't come back from. No, 100%. I just think the guy, like teams right behind them. I think the teams in front of them being Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah will stay in front of them. I yeah. think that's pretty like that's what the top three will shake up in some way. Yeah, I was going to say, you can almost lock the top three. Yeah, in the I, I, I would say that's probably going to be the top three in some order. Mm. Um, and then after that, it gets really interesting, especially for the next three spots to stop yourself getting in a play in. Yeah. You got like, you like Clippers are competing with like Luca and the uh, Luca Tears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're competing with the Nuggets, who I think with MBG out. MPJ out for a while. No Jamal return yet. That's going to be tough for them. Portland with Dame finding some form. Yeah. Um, the Lakers with who the fuck knows what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think man, I think if yeah, I think if the Clippers were to were to lose Paul George for four weeks, I think that'd be tough, man. I think yeah, you'd be looking at play in, but I think you'd have a chance to come back. Honestly, like. Well, considering is, at the beginning of the year, we predicted playing for the Clippers anyway. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. They're batting above like, expectations. You know what I mean? Right I think that's what it is. Like, there's no real team here, as you said. Like. I think if the Warriors, Phoenix, or Utah lost someone, they'd be all right, and they could mm. make and they could make up for it when they came back. And in the same thing, Chicago, Brooklyn, Washington. I think Washington is still. I think as much as they're not losing, I think it's pretty fragile. I think if mm. they lost yeah. someone important for a while, it might be harder to come back than other teams. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. I think they got that dog in them to come back. Charlotte as well as a team. If they lost Lamelo for a while, I think it'd be kind of hard. Yeah, so I was um, I was just gonna say that I was gonna yeah. say another sneaky one would probably be Charlotte. Yeah. If they lost Lamelo, the they lost like the, the only bridges. thing is I think I think they could make their way back in the East. Like I mean, you look at the the top top teams there are probably gonna be Brooklyn and Chicago. They're probably the top two, which yeah. are. And then Miami probably sneaks their way in there. I think over Washington. I think I think Washington make the playoffs. I said it last yeah. last ever. I think so. Yeah. Um, and and the guys on the heels of Charlotte are Cleveland, who you know we're predicting to slide. The Knicks, who Bing Bong. Let's hope they keep going and being Bing Bong. <laughs> Boston, who we hope lose. Yeah. Um, the Bucks the bon- and the- Philly. Bruh, the Celtics are a fucking pancake these days. No, I, no. I have refused to tip the Celtics anymore because you do not know what you're going to get mm. game in and game out from there. The perfect representation of a 500 team because yeah. one night they are crash hot and then the next night they are a steaming pile of shit. Mm. That's tough. I think for your thing, I go Clippers. I think it'd be harder for them to make up the ground if they lost, if they lost a month of Paul George. Yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. Well... That's all I got for you, my friend. Is there anything that you would like to bring to the uh, bring to the get go? I mean, you brought plenty already. You, I'm, this is I'm, a certified all I do classic. Is bring it, son. I, yeah, I wake bring up it. and I'm bringing it, mate. Well, you, <laughs> they're trying to recruit me to stop this courier shortage because I just bring it all the time. 
Okay, on that shitty joke, let's, uh, <laughs> let's leave it there. I think, I think it's so, uh, time. Big someone man, needs to start it. kicking that outro music because I think we are done here. Find us where you find us. I mean, you know where to find us at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram, at Fifth and Dribble on Twitter. Where can they leave us a voicemail? You've been practicing. Come on, hit it. Are we ready? We're ready. Anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. Love slash it. fifth and dribble. They can find that. Yeah, they can well, find apparently that. They they can find can't. That. Apparently they can't. Yeah, true. They're not true. It. It's like a weird point in the dark web where they go to type it into their URL and their computer just crashes. Blue screen. Blue screen to death. Just jump into the matrix and leave us a message. <laughs> not hard. They had a Neo and Trinity for us as well. Yeah. All right, guys. We're out of here. We will catch you in the next one. As always, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll catch you on Friday.